How many of us have way more on our plate than we can handle? And we still struggle to hand things off or to let things go. Delegation is difficult. And today we're going to jump in how to overcome the biggest challenges in delegation. Let's go. Welcome to the Leadwell Podcast, where we give mission-driven leaders principled and practical advice so they can do just that, lead well. I'm your host, John Kidwell, and I am thrilled to be with you this week and every week as we talk leadership and we get to answer your leadership questions to help you with what you have going on right now. Hey, in this episode, we have a big announcement, something that is coming that we are eager and excited to share. So make sure that you tune in all the way through so that you can hear it at the end and how you can connect and engage and stay plugged in. Speaking of staying plugged in, if you haven't already, please subscribe. This brings the episode to you every single week. When you subscribe, when you share, when you review, it also helps every single platform push this out to other leaders who may be searching for content like this. Thank you. It is a true service to us, and we are grateful for it when you do that. Thank you so much. Now, back to the episode and overcoming the biggest challenges in delegation. I want to start by telling you the challenge that I found in delegation. It was about 10 years ago. I was in a new executive role, and I had a new team. About three-quarters of the team was brand new, and I found myself with increased responsibility with a continued desire and aspiration to continue to grow and take things on. And maybe some of that had to do with me thinking that I could do it better than everybody else. That's true. Uh, And also we were in an organizational pressure cooker where the finances were in a struggle. So we weren't bringing people in and we just restructured and changed a lot of roles. And I don't know if you've ever found yourself in places like these where you have more on your plate than you can possibly do not even do, then you can possibly manage. Uh, You want to start delegating things and you just don't know how. You're trying to prioritize your work and you feel so far underwater that you just can't make sense of it. Honestly, that you're feeling like you might not be that great of a leader and that you're burning out and you're ready to give up. That's, That's where I was at that point. It was a Saturday morning. I had absolutely got to the end of it, the end of the frustration. And I was sitting on the floor crying, thinking, I'm not doing a good job. I am not a great leader because I I can't delegate. And I am now becoming a hindrance to the organization because I am leaving key things undone. And knowing all of this, still the struggle to delegate, to teach and train and involve other people, even other people whose jobs I might have been doing work for was very, very real. And you might be feeling that. Oftentimes when we talk with leaders, we realize that delegating is one of the most challenging things that we do as a leader. There are definitely some perceptions that influence that and weird perceptions, negative perceptions around delegation, like 
oh, if I'm delegating, then obviously that means that I feel as though I'm above the task and you should be doing this, which is absolutely false. We all have different roles to play and we all have different responsibilities and we all do the best when the best people for the best role at that level of responsibility are doing the work that they are great at and that they need to be doing to support the team and the organization. Other ones around delegating never works. You're never going to be able to do it as good as I can. That false perception, you know, I, I had those at times. And what I realized was that false perception was really more uh, of a me thing, uh, thinking that I might be a little bit better than I am at more than I might be better at. And owning that I have strengths and I have weaknesses and so does the team that they have strengths that I don't have. And figuring out how we use those as compliments is a great way to be able to delegate and not just own it thinking that I can do it better than everybody else. There's also this weird one that if I delegate away too much of my job that I become unnecessary. And all of these perceptions are challenges that get in the way of us actually delegating. Now, if you delegate too much of your job away, I don't know that you're unnecessary. I think you are effective. And what you will find and what I found is that you actually get to step into even greater responsibility when that happens. So let's dive in to the challenges, the biggest challenges that we need to overcome in delegating. What I learned on that Saturday morning and what we teach people now. Number one, biggest challenge with delegation is who's the holdup? Is it a me thing or is it a you thing? Am I the holdup or are you the holdup? Here's what's going on. Sometimes it's a me thing and I am the biggest challenge in delegation. That it is my need to control, to think that nobody can do it better than me, that it has to be done my way, that I'm the only one that can get this done. And that's a me thing that I have to look at and, and really honestly take an evaluation of what's the work that I can do that's best for me to do. But I have to look and say, is this a me thing or is this a you thing? And this was the struggle that I was at with my team is what is the part of this where I'm the holdup, where I'm just not letting go of things that are mine to teach and train and equip folks and delegate off, and where might the team not be ready? Here's how we identify if it's a team thing. Maybe they're not ready to receive something that you're ready to delegate. Test for these two things. Number one is character. Do they have the character where you can trust them, where they're gonna follow through where they're gonna be able to do what they say they're going to be able to do? Do they have the character that can take on this responsibility? And number two, do they have the ability to produce results? Now they might not have 100% of the ability. There's a training and an equipping that goes along with this, but you're really looking for those two things. Does this person have the character that I trust and the skills to be able to deliver? When those things are present, you know that you can delegate, that you can, in fact, give something to someone else. And then all that's left is wrestling with the me thing and going back to, is this something where I don't think anyone can do it as well as I can, that I think I'm the best to do this, or that it has to be done my way. 
instead of to the standard of excellence that we have, does it have to be done my way? And we have an exercise to help with that. And that is really what jumps into the number two biggest challenge is what do I delegate? Once I know that I can trust you and your ability, and I realize that I need to delegate, that I'm moving beyond the control, moving beyond the it has to be done my way to it has to be done at this standard of excellence or we need to produce this result, what do I delegate? Here's the exercise that I did that Saturday that we teach people uh, every time we go out and train on delegation is the do, delegate, delete exercise. The do, delegate, delete exercise will help you identify what to delegate. And here's how this works. Just get out a piece of paper and you're going to write do, delegate, delete. Just placeholder, reminder. Now, Maybe it's right now, you pause the podcast and you write out all the things that you do. Or maybe you set aside some time on the weekend, or perhaps you go through it a little bit at a time as you go throughout the week. But what you're going to do first is you are going to write down everything that you do. And I mean everything on that piece of paper, write it down. What do you do? Emails, meetings, reports, all the activities that you do as a leader, you're going to jot every single one of them out. So this is why I say you definitely need to set aside some time. You might want to do it as you go through the week and just start writing stuff down. Oh, I totally forgot that I do that meeting. Oh, I forgot that I fill in that report. Oh, I forgot that I do that walk around. I forgot that I do that check-in. Whatever it might be, you want to write down every single thing that you do as a leader. Once you do that, then breathe a sigh of relief. You will immediately feel uh, a weight lifted off your shoulders because now you just have it all. You've gone from being underwater and not knowing what the heck you are doing to, okay, now I have it laid out and I have a picture, but we're not done yet. And you might think because of the name of the exercise that you're going to delegate next, but let me tell you, you are not. You are going to go through that list and you're going to look for things that need to be deleted. You have to get them out. This is one of the hardest things that we have and that we face. And it is a huge challenge is that we never, ever, ever delete anything. So go to that list, look over it and look for things that can be deleted. What are some things that can be deleted? Reports that are never used. Meetings that no longer serve a purpose. Programs services, products that do not, do not return a profit, whether that is financial or whether it is profitable to the people that use them, you have things that are high mission, high value. You also have activities, services, programs, products that really don't align with the organization and don't serve a lot of people or don't serve a lot of people well. Those need to be deleted. They are more of an anchor than they are a propeller for the organization. Get them out. So you are looking for activities, services, anything that can be deleted because it is, it is not urgent and it's not important or it is not aligned. You may not be able to delete everything right away, but at the same time, 
you're going to start working down that path to delete meetings, activities, services, products that do not align and do not need to be done anymore. Once you've deleted, go back and look for all the things that you can do. Indicators of what you can do as a leader is that it is in fact your responsibility that you are the best to do that or that you are the only person that can do that. When you go back and look for what you can do, you are looking for items that are your responsibility, that you are the best one to do, or that you are the only one that can perform that task, that activity, or be responsible for that result. Leading the team is your responsibility. Perhaps reporting to the board is your responsibility, and you are the only one that can do that. Look for items just like that that only you can do. And now you've whittled down. You have things that you've deleted and you have items that you are going to do that you can say, this isn't a me thing, that that I'm holding on to this inappropriately, that this is a me thing. It is part of my role and my responsibility in the seat and the stage that I'm at as a leader. And then lastly, we're going to delegate. You're going to start placing team members' names next to those items that can be delegated. You're going to reflect on, do they have the trust and the skill? Yes, great, now their name gets to come in here and I get to put it there and I get to start down the path of delegating so that they can step into that work, own the result, take on the responsibility, and I can lean into the work that only I can do. When you do this, you will start to feel as though you have a manageable workload. You will be able to go back and prioritize and look at the activities that are most important and potentially even delete a couple of extra ones. And you will have a plan to be able to hand off that baton and give it to folks because you've overcome the two biggest challenges with delegation. Who's the holdup? Is it a me thing or a you thing? And what do I delegate? And you know that because you've gone through the do, delegate, delete exercise. So you are confident in what you do, what no longer needs to be done, and what items are going to be delegated to who. And then it's just about going out and starting that process so that you can bring yourself up above water and be able to lead confidently with the margin that you need to engage in relationship and with the margin that you need to be able to look for new opportunities and ways to continue to grow and serve yourself, your team, and the organization. Everybody, as a part of this podcast, we also love to answer your questions. We have some great questions today. Please continue to send those in. The way that you submit a question to the show is email it to podcast at leadwell.com or text me at 832-895-1253. Now, Producer Matthew, we have some questions for today, and we still got to get to that big announcement. So, my friend, what is the first question that we have today? Yeah, so this question comes from a medical professional in Oregon, and it's, how do I know if I can be a leader within my organization and what steps do I take to be prepared before taking that on? Great question. 
And the first thing that I would say to this person is that how do you know you can be a leader in your organization? And I would say first, you already are. That the way that you work, that what you say, the example that you set is already influencing the attitudes, the thoughts, the behaviors of the people around you, and that makes you a leader. Secondly, asking the question means that you probably have that base foundation that is needed for someone who wants to lead, and it's that aspiration. I desire to lead. I desire to be in a place of service and continuing to grow the responsibility of that service as a leader. So one, you already are. And two, you have the first indicator in my mind that you have a desire to lead because you are asking this question. So what are some steps that you can do? If you are a aspiring leader that desires to grow in the organization, what are some steps? Uh, number one, I think you, you absolutely have to crush it where you are. <laughs> you have to be successful at the work that you are doing. What that does is it, it you earn the respect and you demonstrate the competence that's needed to build the trust for other people to follow. So crushing it exactly where you are, demonstrating that competence uh, and the ability so that you earn the trust of the people around you. Second one is earning the influence, that competence plus the relationship. So I want to be of service before I'm asked to be a leader. How can I step in and help my peers? How can I help other people be successful at their goals? Maybe it's collaborating with another department. Uh, Maybe it's building a cross-functional team. It is helping other people solve their problems. So if I can demonstrate the competence uh, and earn trust and then start to build the influence by helping out other people achieve their goals, those are the first two steps. And the last one, once you start to have kind of the relationship and the competence demonstrated, I would go to my leader or to my leader first or to a leader in the organization and I would let them know of my aspirations and I would ask for how I can be helpful. What is a problem they're facing that I can help solve? What's a responsibility that I can take on so that they can continue or start to kind of develop me as a leader? So first things first, you are a leader and you have that desire to steps to getting into a leadership role and growing as a leader is absolutely outperform the expectations where you are, build relationships with peers by helping them achieve their goals and go and ask your leader, what problem can I solve? What responsibility can I take on to help the organization? And when you do those things, they will see you as a leader and they will continue to put you in places of leadership in the organization. What else have we got for today, Matthew? Well, here is a question that comes up often with our clients, and it is, how do you encourage people to contribute in meetings and bring new ideas? Oh, man. All of us have been in that meeting where nobody says anything. So we just talked about, is this a me thing uh, in the delegation piece? And that's a good reflection point in that meeting is, am I the contributing factor to people not speaking up? And if it's not me, is there somebody in there that continues to shut everything down? So I'm going to do that first to just see how I might be influencing folks' contribution or idea sharing, or if there is a strong personality in that meeting 
that perhaps needs to have a private side conversation of how they might be coming across and impacting other people. Beyond that, I learned this. I can't remember where. So if anybody remembers or knows where this was originated, please send it in. Uh, Would love to give credit where credit is due. But it is one of my favorite ways to get contribution going in a uh, very playful, harmless, fun way. And it is a bad idea brainstorm. Done this in meetings. We've done this in large group facilitation. We've done this with executive teams. We have done this a tremendous amount of places. And it is the bad idea brainstorm. Truthfully, start by getting everybody to write down their worst ideas for the product, the service, the problem you're trying to solve, whatever it is. Just write down the absolute worst ideas. What you are actually doing is just creating the action and the activity of idea generation. And if we put out the worst ones, the ones that we would never ever do, the ones that we would never carry forward outside of a meeting, we free ourselves up to be able to bring those ones that might be borderline, like, I don't know how people are going to think or feel about this one, or maybe this is too much of a change. Once we get those bad ideas out, the great ideas and the ideas that we might not bring start to flow very, very freely. So how to get contribution and ideas in meetings. One, just check the tone that you're setting or that somebody else might be setting. And number two, test out the bad idea brainstorm and then flip it and say, okay, what other ideas do we have that we can contribute to this on the positive side, on the great side that are gonna be helpful? Uh, And I have found that that really starts to get everybody moving. Kickstarting that idea flow is often what's needed good, bad, or otherwise. We have plenty of bad ideas, don't we, Matthew? There are lots, yeah. And that's good. Always, always. good. That is. We will put out a tremendous amount of bad ideas to hopefully get a good idea and roll on that one. Uh, What else do we have in terms of questions today, my friend? We've got the big question, and I'm excited to hear the answer. So you told us earlier about the announcement? Yeah. Let's tell the people about it. Okay, so the big announcement is Redefine Your Servant Leadership. The book that I have been writing will be released January 17th. And pre-sales for Redefine Your Servant Leadership are going to start in January. We are so excited to bring this to you. Redefining My Servant Leadership has been one of the most impactful things for me to really lean into how do I lead with integrity? How do I lead with influence? And how do I increase my impact? And so I am extremely excited to bring you all the four-part redefine, replace, reinforce, and amplify your servant leadership through the book, Redefine Your Servant Leadership. And it is going live January 17th, pre-sales January 2nd. If you want to stay engaged, join the book launch list, Uh, Make sure that you're getting all the information that you can around that book. Please email us at hello at leadwell.com. We will get you connected in there. And then we will get you a link and a place that you can connect uh, in future episodes. So big announcement. The book launches January 17th, 2024. And pre-sales begin in January. All right, everybody. Until next time. Go lean in to overcoming the biggest challenges with delegation so that you can continue to lead on. 
Be well and God bless.